I wonder, like, sometimes I wonder why you can't keep a girlfriend, but then you come on this podcast. Hello and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 61, Derek's Xbox Impressions Round 2 and other stuff too. We are back for another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast. And we are 46 minutes late, so we're back into the good habits, boys. What do you say? As long as the episode comes out. New Year's resolution is like the shortest one ever. (laughs) As long as the episode comes out in decent time, I'm okay with starting late. The last last one came out same night. Keep it up. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, At top of the show, we want to just let you guys know that we're looking for writers. So if you're interested, hit us up. If you're passionate about anything, you have an opinion on it, write about it. Uh, my very first article on Geekscape was reviewing Top Gear America. Uh, I got uh, I was passionate about that show, and that was the first thing that I ever wrote. And now I'm writing about video games and other shit. So I'm still not fulfilled in life. <laughs> Just keep searching. <laughs> Soul searching. So what do you say we get into, boys? Let's do it. Yes, please. Let's go. So uh, you're all familiar with Goat Simulator, right? Of course. That wasn't everybody. It was a Derek. Who is? How could you not be? Uh, it's the best goat simulation game of all time. <laughs> it's the only goat simulation game, <laughs> which is why it's the best. <laughs> well, they just released it's also the worst. Yeah. Ooh, mm. indeed. Um, well, they just released a trailer. Uh, they teamed up with Overkill, uh, the makers of Payday, and they are releasing Payday DLC uh, for Goat Simulator. And um, whoops, I'm going to pull up the details because. The trailer is like an introduction to any heist movie that has ever existed, um, uh, especially ones involving the mafia. The, the, all the different characters are stereotype, stereotypes and tropes from um, fucking like mafia movies. And um, they're introducing all the characters and they're going on a big heist. And um, I believe that they are the objective of the trailer is to rob a casino. But uh, it's it looks fucking hilarious. I I. I how do you, what do you guys feel about these goat simulator games? Because I, I'm a little bit mixed on them. I'm and I mean I can explain why, but what, what, what? Um, I can't say that I have a particularly strong opinion about any goat simulators. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think that it was uh, I I've played it a, a bunch and it's super weird because it's just this like weird like you're running around a city as a goat like doing stuff that goats wouldn't do. So. <laughs> You know, first of all, it's a bit of a misleading title. Uh, it, it's more of an arcade, to, you know, for sure than a simulation. But uh, for some reason, it's very mesmerizing. And I just like, like once in a while, I'll jump into it and then just not be able to stop playing. And and the trailer for this TLC, like, is the most absurd thing I've ever seen. And uh, it looks hilarious. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm torn because I feel like it blew up for like undue reasons. Like everybody's making it out to be like this most like, hilarious incredible thing and it's just oh it's awful yeah it's just a bad fucking physics engine and it was it wasn't it um but it is hilarious didn't they like weren't they testing their physics engine or their game engine and they're like oh let's just put a goat in there and they made a video of it <laughs> i have no and everyone's idea. like yeah that's what it, that's what it was <laughs> and so they're like well let's test our <laughs> physics engine we'll make a video we'll have a goat walking around and they made a video of it and it blew the fuck up until goat simulator like everyone's like we want that for real and they're like guys want to play this fucking thing um okay and, and they've and had a they bunch never of... had to make anything else again yeah that's fucking <laughs> that's ridiculous that but i mean this what... this payday one looks hilarious and they had a zombie themed one called goat z that was <laughs> hilariously titled and the game looked funny too Are you gonna pick it up uh the payday dlc yeah no i have like a thousand other games like i just literally added like 19 games to my backlog in the last week so oh my god well, Ugh. I got that that Xbox came in, so yeah. <laughs> oh, All those Xbox games. I figured you, you would have returned it. Oh no, I cl- you know once you claim those codes, there's no returning. Claim that. <laughs> <laughs> once you claim that code, there's no going back. Oh man, <laughs> fuck, that's funny. Um, well, it, I'm glad to have you back with an Xbox because I need more people to play with. Like, like, we're just talking about Tomb Raider with or something. Is, is Derek ever gonna gonna play with anybody? I don't know. I, I it's been probably, a, probably not. It's been a but... very long time, and it's just generally my schedule's all over the place. And it'll be like I'll be like, oh, I have forty five minutes right now, and everyone else is busy, and that's when I'm gonna play. Yeah, but you never call. 
You never text. You're right. You're very. You're right. I don't try either. I could. I, <laughs> I, could, I could. I could do that. It generally, like the, I. I just. So I, any. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Well, what what are these 19 games you got? Uh, so let's save that for the what have we been playing portion. Um, but you didn't play all 19 games. What? No, I've been, but I've played a few actually. And I, you were playing one uh, hmm. in the pre-show and listening to you rage. It was so. Oh, cute. it was f- so frustrating. We'll get to that. We'll get to so that. So cute. Was it Life is Strange? No, it was not. I love that game. <laughs> uh, Ratchet and Clank got a pre-order release date for the PS4 and box art, and it looks amazing. And I think I'm actually gonna pick it up. I've never played a Ratchet and Crank. Clank. You've never played a Ratchet and Clank game? Nope, not a one. Uh, they're obviously, you know, popular. Are you gonna pre-order it? God no. I kind of feel like they, and I never played the first one, I, but I jumped onto one of the sequels at some point, and I kind of feel like it felt overrated to me. Like I was just like, oh, it's just Jack. Like and- Goat Simulator. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, "Oh, it's just Jack and Dexter with guns," and then, and then Jack, <laughs> then Jack and, then and Dexter Jack, got guns, and then they? Jack and Dexter got guns, and then it was basically like the same game. Uh, I don't know. Like, I I played one, I played one of them, and I enjoyed it, but I but did not it- see what all the fuss was about. So it'll be interesting to see this re you know remake reboot whatever um come out see how that is along with obviously the feature film that's on the way what you was that what was that game that was a, a lot like jack and daxter it was like ratchet like, clank no uh you drove around like a hover cycle but i mean and like you're looking for like the precursor or the precursor's legacy that was jack and daxter. that was jack and daxter that was jack and daxter yeah that was the first one it's just be- no see here's the thing though because ratchet and clank came I think it came right after Jack and Daxter, but Jack 2 completely changed the gameplay and ripped off Ratchet and Clank more than Ratchet ever ripped off Jack. So I think that's why you thought it was a different game, because Jack true. 2 and 3 were completely different from part 1. That's, that's true. That's so okay. Ratchet. <laughs> Juan got that. Sasha? <laughs> um, are any of you guys going to pick it up? Any? Ex- I mean, I didn't realize this was a remake. I didn't even know this game was coming out until I saw this. Like, you can pre-order it right now. <laughs> Uh, well, I love the Ratchet and Clank series, but I probably won't be picking up another remake because even though this isn't just another remaster, I've st- I'm kind of burnt out of remakes and remasters and re anything. I, I thought that I had read. But I thought I'll, I thought that I'd read that there was that it wasn't like a remake; that it was just like a new first game in the series type thing. Hmm. To my understanding, I thought it was like wait, what? Wait, what? I thought the game was like rebuilt from the ground up, but the story was still like Ratchet One over again. Like I don't know how much they're reworking it, but okay, okay, maybe. I... And I could be completely, yeah, yeah. I could be completely wrong. But like one way or another, I'm excited to play it, but not excited enough to buy it. It wouldn't be the first time someone was wrong on this show. Yeah, it's 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 hard for me to get super excited about it because there's been there have been eleven Ratchet and Clank games in the last eleven years. What? Yeah, I'm looking Gross. at the list right now. Uh, Ratchet, well, in the series, no. but it's like Ratchet Deadlocked, Ratchet and Clank Size Matters, Ratchet and Clank Future uh, Tools of Destruction, Secret Agent Clank, Ratchet and Clank Future. Uh, there's like 11 in the last 11 years. So uh, I guess this is the what? The fourth one in the core series? Well, no, I think. Well, I, it's a technically it's the first one in the core series. <laughs> no, I think there's been at least. Wait, this new one is the first one in the core series? Yeah, it's a remake. Oh, but completely. It's from, a reimagining. You're reimagining of the so. first oh. game, yeah. And I think there were like six core games. I think it was uh, Ratchet One, Two, Three, <clears throat> Deadlock, Tools of Destruction, and Crack in Time. Mm. Mm. But see, I'm I'm well during these games. I was playing GameCube, so I was not in that mix. But I know that people are very excited about it. Uh, just personally, I don't know if I'm going to be that thrilled. But you know, I'll, I'll, if I see it for like thirty nine ninety nine or something, I'll pick it up. You're right. Like, I'm in Derek's camp. Like I just got I have a lot of games in my backlog I need to get through. My Steam library is still untouched. Hmm. Anyway. Whoa! Metroid Zero Mission is coming to the Wii U virtual console? You're damn right, it's coming out tomorrow. Holy shit! That tomorrow is actually today. Did, like, that it oh, was, was it that was legitimate tomorrow. enthusiasm, or did you just read the outline right now? No, I just read the outline and oh my god. <laughs> it was tomorrow yesterday, so technically oh. it's out right now. Oh my god! That is awesome. That was like one of my favorite GBA games of all time. It's a brilliant, brilliant game. Um, and it was the debut of Zero Suit Samus. Oh, that's right. Got to get that. An actual playable Zero Suit. That's Gotta why get... it was called Zero Suit, yep. because it was from Zero Mission. See? Ah, yeah. ah. 
clever Nintendo. Not because not because she was wearing zero clothes. Oh, dude. Um, have you ever looked at Zero Suit Samus porn? No. No, I can't say I have. It only huh. took us 17 minutes to get to porn. <laughs> it's longer than I anticipated. <laughs> there needs to be like a dream. Well, I don't know. Game. Are we counting the pre-show? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where I basically just showed you guys porn. Not basically. I literally just showed you guys porn. I was playing Xbox, so <laughs> I don't like, know what you're talking about. You're like, sure. You're like, here. Uh, click on share screen. I do, and there's just like these fucking naked people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, but, but that's <laughs> next. I know. I, to me, that's my favorite Metroid game. I've ac- um, I've actually never I've never played Zero Mission. Oh, you would love it. <laughs> I bet. Would love it. it looks. It, I I it looks unreal, and I've definitely like I've seen videos and stuff of it, and it. I think I did not have a Game Boy at the time. I was a Neo Geo Pocket kid. Uh, oh, yes. but uh, I still have that Neo Geo Pocket actually. But uh, uh, that's such a great handheld dude. system. Oh, it is. When, if you if you come here for Comic Con, we gotta get it. We gotta get our games together and whip out the link cables and <laughs> Do play you have the a Neo Geo cable? Pocket Color. Yeah. Somewhere, really? I was the only. I was the, like the only person in my entire city that I knew that had one. So I, there was no Those point in never getting one. Super expensive. When it first came out. Oh, were they? Yeah. I got it, I got it for Christmas. Mm. So how's it Neat. like being in the 1%? Yeah. How does it feel? <laughs> you know, how does it feel? After all you're these getting, years, now, I'm now, mad. See, now, now you're... Oh, go ahead. No, after all these years, I'm still mad that I didn't pick up Gal Fighters while I could. It was this weird yeah. Neo Geo Pocket. Gal Fighters? It was a Neo Geo Pocket fighting game that was just essentially King of Fighters, but with all the male characters cut out. And the last boss oh, was... Oh, so an improvement. Yeah, pretty much. And then the last boss was Iori and Drag, and I never. Played I was just it. a big. I was just a big Card Fighters Clash fan. Oh yeah, I didn't play that until they came out with the DS version. And it was garbage. But I the heard DS the DS version, version was the DS. The DS version was garbage, but the Neo Geo version is like one of my favorite RPGs of all time. There's a Japanese porn parody based on Gal Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Gal Fighter was based off of the Japanese porn. Yeah. Oh, and um. More searches like Gal Fighters. Gay Fighter? <laughs> Moving on. Talking <laughs> tournament, everybody. <laughs> speaking of fighting no, games featuring na- Yeah, speaking of fighting <laughs> games featuring naked characters, Pokemon Tournament announced that they're having three <laughs> uh three new characters. Lucario is such a slut, it's not even wearing clothes. No, none of them are. Mm. But, Except for yeah. Pika and Lucha Lucha Pikachu. Well Pikachu just wears clothes so you could take them off. But <laughs> <laughs> But um, Pokemon Tournament, the console version is getting a ton of new characters that were not in the arcade. A few months ago, they announced Sceptile, which I sadly just um, found out yesterday. But um, more recently, they announced that they're adding Garchomp, regular Mewtwo, as opposed to Shadow Mewtwo, who was already the final boss of the game. And probably the most surprising uh, new character so far was Brakeson which is the mid middle evolution of the fire starter from X and Y. And the reason why I say it's surprising is because so far in every game or every character has been like a fully evolved Pokemon or a legendary outside of Pikachu. And it's just weird that in this case, they're using a middle evolution, which in a way, I guess if you really follow Pokemon X and Y, it makes sense because for some reason that middle form was really popular to use in battles with the right like item combination. But the fact that they're putting it in the fighting game makes it really surprising. I think. What, 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 why is it a fan favorite? Is there any like logic behind it? Probably. Well, it has a. Honestly, I think it has the coolest design of the line. And like I was saying, um, with the right items, people tend to prefer to use that one in battles, like in the main game, what's as opposed say, to its, its final version. Um, I what's believe it's pronounced Brakesen. B R A I X E N. And plus, it holds a cool fire stick that it hold that it keeps in its. Oh, uh, it's fur. adorable! So that probably has something to do with it too. It's adorable. Oh, and yep, there it is. There's porn of it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, search for fucking anything. I, w- I was. Oh, waiting this one's for got that. a dick. I was waiting for that to come up because you know it, it's furry bait. Let's be honest. Oh God, it is. Oh my God. Oh, here's one. Especially because it hides that fire stick. Uh, while we're on the topic of Pokemon, I feel like that. Uh, <laughs> that i thought you were gonna say porn <laughs> no i was not uh i feel like that new 3ds bundle that they announced for next month is awesome oh with uh, a red blue and yellow oh man uh yeah i think it it just comes with red and blue 
uh, pre-installed, but the 3DS itself has, of course, it's the smaller 3DS, so it has the interchangeable faceplates, but it has, like, the faceplates are the original, like, box arts from uh, Red and Blue. So you got, like, the Charizard and the Blastoise, and they look so cool. And really, it just, like, like just looking at that made me feel so nostalgic. And, like, I ended up having, like, an hour-long conversation with Michaela about how crazy it is that, how, like, how huge Pokemon still is and how, like, just, just being on the playground uh, in elementary school and the fact that nobody cared about the playground because everyone was into Pokemon cards and trading them and fighting them, but everybody fought wrong. So I wouldn't play with yeah. them. Cause I was like, you have like, I would try to play by the rules and they would be like, here's my Charizard. And I'm like, that's not how it fucking works. You idiot. Like <laughs> the, the only time I actually ever played the card game was when I played the Pokemon card game on game boy color. The card game is a lot of fun. And I hated playing it, trying to play it with people in school because they did not know how to play. So you're I that, can like, verify really, like, that. See, and yeah, and I can verify that too because I was on the playground yesterday, and they still don't know how to play. <laughs> <laughs> Geekscape games, everybody, and then We're all on a list. And then there would be like somebody would <laughs> make a trade, and then the next day, like the kid Want would be back. like. I want to trade back. And then the other kid would not want to trade back or they'd already traded it again. And then like parents would get involved and it was like crazy shit. Yeah. I remember that's when you release it in front of them. Yeah. I was, no, the- I, I was like, <laughs> what a prick. It's like, you want this back? Catch bitch. <laughs> I, uh, I was very lucky that I think my school was one of the only schools in my town that it did not get banned from. Yeah, because there was just like, so much, you know, and it's it's always the few kids ruining it for everyone else, right? But it was always kids being dicks or like trying to rip people off or parents getting involved because like, some kid wanted their card back. Yeah, there was always and fuck parents. That was me with Pogs. I like lose like twenty dollars. See, I got into I I, then... I loved Pogs and I really enjoyed Pogs, but I was a little bit. I'm a little bit too young to have experienced Pogs when they were popular, but I didn't they come back? No, I don't think so. I had porn an OJ Simpson. Pogs. <laughs> I found Pogs porn. Um, I had an OJ Simpson slammer. <laughs> it had his mugshot on it. Wow. <laughs> I think I still have it. This wait, show wait, wait, wait. is like all over the place. I don't. I don't think that was an official Pog. I don't think that was a Pogs brand Pog. I don't think a single Pog that I had was official. I, I had like I had I had the official like tournament kit, so it had a special like arena for them, and uh, it had specific like fuck? slammers that you were supposed like like tournament grade slammers that you had to use. <laughs> it was. Did I, it have vents to go? I'm extra kind fast of. I'm a stickler for the rules, you guys. I mean, you got to go official. I'm thinking about it, and what better way to capture the early '90s than with an O.J. Simpson pog? Pog. <laughs> <laughs> There's a so I looked up Pogs on uh, the Book of Knowledge, and uh, <laughs> oh God, um, the United States Department of Defense largest and oldest exchange system, the Army and Air Force exchange system, distributes Pong Pongs as coinage as change at, at its stores in contingency areas. The reason for adopting Pogs as currency was that supply flights overseas had limited capacity, and air freight shipping involved high cost. <sighs> Metal coinage weighs significantly more than paper Pogs which are also much thinner than standard POGs. While they're only issued in contingency areas, they are redeemable at any AAFES store worldwide. Holy shit, I'm a millionaire. So get those POGs and go to the base. <laughs> they probably got to be POGs brand. Well, now you're set at huh. least. I heard POGs is going to be an I feel like I feel like in an alternate uh, in an alternate universe, POGs could have been like the currency in Fallout. Mm. Had fall- you're like, right. I, like, what so if they, they had- wouldn't have survived an explosion. Uh, that's true and they were also i guess that they were also they came into play far after yes pog rule 34 (laughs) (laughs) wait what (laughs) i found pog porn mission complete just people like shoving those giant this is why you can't i wonder like sometimes i wonder why you can't keep a girlfriend but then you come on this podcast (laughs) 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 and make <laughs> oh man! Oh shit! And then it's clear, like clear as day. <laughs> uh, <sighs> but but outside of the Pokemon faceplates, there was actually plenty of Pokemon 20th anniversary news that was released this week. Uh, most important of which, dude, there's, there's so much Pokemon. <laughs> what? Sorry. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> uh, was... I, want, I, I wanted to give you theme music. <laughs> I thought it was porn. Okay. Um. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, outside of the faceplates and the console bundle, 
they are re-releasing and remastering the first three movies. They're re-releasing the original card set. They okay? Are they has I have not seen, and I, this was part of my conversation the other day, but I have not seen confirmation of those original cards for North America. There was is there confirmation because I would be so excited to pick those up. Well, here's the thing: there was during their big like YouTube trailer that was teasing a bunch all the announcements from this week. Yeah. they said they're coming out with a set. I mean, you know, for the last couple of months, the original set being re-released has been rumored. And they didn't and I know explain. it's been confirmed for Japan. And in the YouTube video, all I saw was these, like, mythical bundles or whatever. I didn't oh, see no. anything about, like, classic cards. Oh, no, the mythical bundles are separate. But right before they showed the mythical bundles, and it, they didn't explain exactly what it is, but I'm assuming that that's what it is. Like, right before the mythical bundles, they showed us okay. a set of cards called Pokemon Origins. And, like, the cover... Oh, had... I thought I read... Yeah, I read that that was just a new, like, a new set. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, if Japan's getting reprints of the old cards, though, I feel like it's just a matter of time before we get I ho- it. I hope so. Like, like I haven't picked up a pack of Pokemon cards since I was, like, 10 or 11, or probably, like, 12, but... but no. uh I would buy those in a second, like just to look through them again and see the same, you know, that that just for nostalgia purposes, basically. But that would be unreal. Right. I think with the amount of people who play Pokemon at a competitive level still to this day here in in, uh, North America, it would be a pretty safe bet to say that we're going to get those cards. Yeah, I'm almost positive. And they'll sell out in three seconds and I won't ever see them. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. But I I just wanted to mention earlier that (laughs) it's kind of surreal that, you know, 20 years of Pokemon, you know, a a franchise that, you know, for the most part, a lot of adults thought it was just going to be a phase like Pogs, like just come and go. You know, it's going to get replaced sooner down the road. And there have been tons of Pokemon type games that have come out. Very few have actually lasted. Um, The only one that I can think that still this pretty near and dear to people's hearts is Digimon. And that's at nowhere near the level of Pokemon no, at the and same that's, time. And that's a distant, a distant second. But to think that with this bundle that's coming out, there are people who were like eight, nine, 10 years old when they first started playing Pokemon 20 years ago. And now in a sense, they can go and get this bundle for their kid playing the exact same game. Like it's, it's a, uh, it's nice to see everything come full circle. Right. I feel like a kid I feel like a kid today wouldn't appreciate that. Like they'd be like, These graphics suck, give me X and Y. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? There's, especially there's with only the... hundred and fifty Pokemon, <laughs> what the hell? But especially with uh <clears throat> And there's some of them are impossible to catch, Jesus Christ. But yeah, just to and it'll be interesting what to see they, if there's uh, anything uh, different. Added into Josh, the game. Sorry to completely sorry to be such a fucking prick, and Jonathan's probably gonna text me about <clears throat> stepping on you one. Um, but what are they going to do about shit like like Mew in Pokemon Blue? Um, probably nothing. I mean, that was going into the next piece of news I wanted to talk about while we were skimming over all the Pokemon oh, stuff. Juan, finish your thought. Mew was never. Yeah, go ahead, Juan. Sorry. No, Why did just... you apologize? I was the dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I kept going. I kept the dickage going. <laughs> kept... No, I think Josh was going to get into it because I, I had that question, like what's going to happen with some of those features that were um very hard to to get with the first release like are they going to repeat that here or are they going to make it a little bit more accessible i'm just wondering if all the glitches are still going <laughs> to be sense. in it well, from, from what i'm going to be able to catch a level 500 <laughs> kangaskhan by surfing on the side of the road and then eventually running into missing no and crashing from my what game. i've read the only changes will be were to the networking and the fact that they let you do the wireless link cable thing for from what i've read everything else will be the same um obviously we won't know until it comes out probably because I'm sure Nintendo won't be like, yes, Missing No is still there or Missing No is gone. And I feel <laughs> right. like that would be a lot of but, work for like a $5 e-shop re-release. When when the yeah, main reason people are purchasing, purchasing this is for nostalgia purposes like that, they're going to want it to be exactly as they had yep. had it when they were a kid, right? So removing any of that content would be negative in the end. This almost feels like people clamoring right. for the original Star Wars versions, you know, not the re-release, <clears throat> but the old 1977 Star Wars without the special features. That's what totally. it feels like with this Pokemon. I don't want updated graphics. I don't want new music. Just give me what I had when I was a kid because that's the best one. Gary picked first. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, or he shot first. <laughs> Gary shot first. <laughs> no, but uh, um, but yeah, what, um, going to what you were saying, Shane, I don't think that Mew is going to be in the re-releases because Mew wasn't really in the originals without special events, and I doubt they're going to go through the trouble of running special events for a game that's not compatible with any other. God, new and ones. this, this, this but, just makes me like like remember like remember the good old days of fucking Game Sharks. You could get that shit like. You know, I was a game genie guy. You could you could still do that. D- d- 
I mean, you could still do that on the new ones. Do Game Shark still exist? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Not game. I mean, I think Game Shark still exists, but I mean, there's other ways to do it now. But I mean, if you really wanted Mew, though, they're releasing uh, a mythical Pokemon every month, starting in February all the way through December. So Mew is actually the first one that's being released, and surprisingly, it's going to work on Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire as well as X and Y, whereas the majority of the mythical Pokemon recently have been ruby and sapphire exclusive because i guess they want everyone to just buy the new game but yeah it's gonna um the full schedule is on geekscape but um mew and a few of the other ones unfortunately have to be picked up at gamestop but the rest of them the majority of them can just be downloaded off the internet and it's pretty much going to start with mew and then go all the way to black and white's final mythical pokemon with meloetta and then everything in between is going to be throughout the rest of the year i think i'm actually going to have to like bite the bullet and and I'm gonna have to. Well, bleh, I'm going to get that uh that bundle because I I want a new 3ds and I have been you know jonesing for some uh some of that Pokemon man. That was a good time. Good time. <laughs> good time as any. Do do it and sell me whatever face faceplate you don't want. <laughs> uh, he's gonna switch. He's gonna switch them up weekly. Yeah. I'm actually I'm gonna have one one side blue, the other side red. Is uh. Cool. Then give me the other half. No. Is is are the um? You could send it. You could send him with my laptop charger. Fuck! I keep forgetting to send that. I thought you'd sent that. It, but yeah, but it came back insignificant post. Uh, insignificant. Insignificant. Post. Yeah. Yeah. Is I was just gonna make a make a joke about your insignificant posts on Geekscape, but it was it was too. They don't easy. exist. Uh. In any case. Um. But he he would have to post something for them to be <laughs> insignificant. One, I, I was going to ask, are the faceplates on the smaller 3DS easy to switch out than it is to put an SD card into the 3DS XL? <laughs> Nothing is harder than that. No, the top one, the top one is easy. The bottom one is the exact process oh, of putting so every SD so every card time you want to change a faceplate, you you feel like you're going to break your faceplate. Um, actually, it doesn't feel as jammed in uh, as okay. the XL, but essentially, it's the same process. I, I still can, I cannot believe that design. Still, that was awful. I still, yeah, have, I, I mean, have, I have like nightmares. I said, if you. you I, <laughs> About that blame you. I mean, if you really, if you really don't want to deal with it, you could just keep changing the top plate and then That's never true. touch the bottom one. Well, I have an XL, so I don't have to worry about that. Mm. Or you will when you bite the bullet and get another. I have, like, I have, I have the new th- XL and the old XL, and I never play either of them, so I don't think that that's a good idea. So maybe the third time's true. Charm. I'll, I'll. Uh, Maybe you maybe you're not playing them because they're too big, and once you get the smaller one, you'll It'll be able just to fit in my pocket. Again. I won't have to like leave it at home. <laughs> I remember. Um, yeah, there I'll, you go. I'll, I'll at, pitch uh, that one to the fiance. <laughs> I was at the. Uh, yeah, she'll be like staring at the dusty Xbox One and be like, uh, "Why don't you play that?" But babe, the one that'll fit in my pocket. Because Derek sounds like that. <laughs> I remember I was at a Kamikaze Expo a few years back, and I was talking to some friends from the site. Um, uh, I think it was Whitney Seibold. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Sorry. He, he doesn't listen. Um, and like I, I had my Galaxy Note 2 with like this big fatty extended battery. It was like it, it added a big fucking hump on the back of it. And I, pull, I pulled out and I was wearing my pretty attractive skinny jeans, if I do say so myself. And I pulled it out to like check, check Facebook or whatever. And he's like, he's like, good God, man, that phone is huge. You're probably one of those weirdos that has a. Oh, uh, God, I know what phone you're talking about. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you're one of those. You, God, you're probably one of those weirdos that has a uh, a 3ds XL. And I reach into my yep. other pocket and pull out my 3ds XL, and he's like, you're a walking parody of yourself. I can't handle it. <laughs> no, that phone is huge, um, man. It's like it has its own congressman. <laughs> and it was Internet like with the he oh, had man. this like battery case on it, and it was like 45 <laughs> pounds. Yeah, yeah, but hey, my battery didn't. You, all, all you homies had to bring extra, like, external batteries or, like, find outlets, you know, at, at Comic-Con. And I just had one battery, and it didn't get anywhere near, like, even, like, below 65%. It was great. Yeah, you're yeah, you're right. I mean, it was, like, the size of, like, a phone and a power outlet, though. <laughs> like, you just brought the power outlet with you, like, full size. Why not? Go big or go home. <laughs> Speaking of going big or going home, Pokemon's going to have a live-action Super Bowl commercial? Do we have it? Yep, that was the last piece of news I yeah, wanted to Yeah, do we have any details on that? It was in there. Nope. And I was going to ask you guys what you think it's going to be because I was talking this over quite a bit with Megan. And we were thinking that the only reason that they would have a live action Super Bowl Is commercial. Is it for Pokemon Go? And why they would. 
That's what I was oh. thinking. The only reason why it would be live action and the only reason why they would pick a stage as big as the <clears throat> Super Bowl is we were predicting that they're going to announce the release date. I feel like for Pokemon Go. I feel like it has to be that because like aside from that, why and, and obviously they want to celebrate the uh 20th anniversary, but Super Bowl spots are like the most expensive commercials that exist. And so to do that for, you know, to celebrate, hey, this is our 20th anniversary or to not really release or announce a significant new product would be crazy uh, cost wise. Um, so I feel like that's that's has to be it. And and the Pokemon yeah. Go initial trailer was live action as well. Right? right. So it would make more than it would make so much sense. And hopefully, you know, it, hopefully the release date is February 7th. If it's or hopefully the release date is when yeah. this commercial is available over, now, like the Smash. But wait, release. there's more. Yeah. Um, or or it could be. I think it would be really interesting to see them do like a, a, just a celebration of the 20th anniversary and just make it like this big nostalgic thing because everybody had Pokemon. Like in elementary school, even the fucking jocks, um, jocks. Well, but the you know the non nerdy kids, everybody fucking had Pokemon. Everybody had the cards. Everybody watched the the cartoon. I think it would. It would... Although to be fair, the cards that the jocks had were yours at one point <laughs> before they like stole them from us. But you guys know what I mean. Like like everybody like has a nostalgic feel for Pokemon. totally. But I feel like the return on a Super Bowl spot for like a nostalgia commercial is not going to make it worth doing. And. And just think about that for a second. How much money do they have to have in Pokemon itself to be able to run a Super Bowl ad? And then a few months ago, they opened an actual Pokemon gym. They used to have a traveling Pokemon theme park. It's like how Juan was saying earlier, you know, it was supposed to just be a fad. And 20 years later, look how ridiculous it still is. Industry. That's all I got. You guys got, got anything else you want to talk about before we get into games? Uh, I feel like you guys are super lucky in the United States with a bunch of stuff like Amazon Prime just announced that if you have Amazon Prime and in the United States, why wouldn't you have Amazon Prime with your two, like with expensive. the two day, but I mean the yearly cost that gives you the two day free shipping, the Amazon Prime video, a bunch of other benefits. And now you get 20% off game pre-orders and new release is in the, as long as they're in the new release window, which is two weeks from release. 20% off if you're a Prime member. I mean, I know that's that's sort of like a move to match the Best Buy Gamers Club Unlocked or whatnot, but that's amazing. There's nothing like that ever in Canada. Well, we don't get Prime in Alaska. Oh, Prime in Canada, the only benefit to Prime in Canada is you can upload photos if you want. Why would I do that? And <laughs> the two-day shipping, which does make Prime worth it because I order stuff off Amazon like every day, but uh, there's so many benefits in the United States, and and the just i the fact that regardless of the retailer be it amazon or best buy or whatever like your like games new release games are so much cheaper there when they're 20 especially when they're 20 percent off i i let's yeah, add, for sure. i just saw i saw i was at uh best buy the other day and i saw games are starting to hit the 84.99 mark because our dollar is so low right now whoa that's like australia shitty but there, but in Australia, I think the tax is included in that price. We have to pay twelve percent on top of the eighty four ninety nine. Twelve percent? Yeah. Fuck. In the municipality of Anchorage, we don't have a tax. Wow. Well, if we do have a tax for living up here, so. But yeah, I, uh, I'm glad I have a backlog because it's getting to the point where games are not really affordable. Tell us about that backlog, <laughs> you drunken mystery shopper. Uh, hold on, I gotta cough first. Okay, sorry, I'm good. <laughs> No, I, I I I muted my <laughs> microphone and then I coughed. Uh, I'm I'm sick this week, so um, that's what's going on. Sick with me. of all those games you got to play. So the Xbox One came in and like uh, a wrecking ball. <clears throat> general impressions: the one terabyte console. They have you know how half of the console is matte and half the console is glossy, and the glossy section, like if you look at it wrong, it gets all scratched up. Uh, they've yep. reversed the sides now. So the flat side is now matted and the vented side is now glossy, which makes way more sense. I think it's a great bonus. Uh, I really, uh, the, the, the new UI is nice, but I feel like the advertisements, the fact that I'm paying for Xbox live and there's advertisements and stuff is super annoying. Uh, and do, do your guys, like, I feel like my console's frozen on me like four times already. Does that Sounds happen? like you need to let it go. No. Does that happen to you guys ever? I've never had like any. Like, I've, I've had. No, I've never had any freezing problems. Like, I've had it lock, games lock up to the point where the console restarts um, three or four times in the past week 
basically since I got the thing. Really? Or, yeah. Th- is that something that you would want to warranty? I mean, if it continues, I, that's what the warranty's for. I'm not that worried about it at this point, but um, yeah, I don't know. I was just wondering if it was a something that, you know, I was like, oh, it's a Microsoft machine. Here's, here comes a blue screen, but it, you know, it seems okay. Uh, controller is and now after having spent a significant amount of time with that controller after exclusively using the PS4 controller basically for a long time, the Xbox One controller is way more comfortable. Now, uh, um, I talked about it maybe a month or two ago about how like a, a common mod for the PS4 is to put the Xbox three six uh, Xbox One thumbsticks in. Um, I feel like it's less the thumbsticks and more just the the way that the con- like the handles of the controller fit. I have control freaks on my PS4 controller, which make the sticks way more comfortable. But the fact that the sticks are on separate axis on the Xbox One um, makes a huge difference. But just like the underneath of the controller, I feel like is is much more is is much easier to hold. Uh, but the fact that the thing still comes with AA batteries is ridiculous. <laughs> like that wait 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 wait! really yeah like there's yeah like the, all of them xbox controllers like you buy them and it comes with two double a batteries because they want you to buy the controller and then buy the play and charge kit which for another 25 bucks like it's crazy um and it totally feels just like a money grab so you know so did the fact that the older controllers did not have a headphone jack the new one does have a headphone jack so you can just plug headphones into the bottom instead of having to buy a specific Xbox headset or a headset adapter so you could use your own. Uh, yeah, I, and EA Access, phenomenal value. Do you, do you guys have EA Access? No, not yet. Like, I've been debating it for a while. Yeah, but so it's like, so for those that don't know, I know you guys know, but maybe some listeners don't. So it's an Xbox-only service. Actually, they just announced that it's coming to PC as well. Uh, they announced that yesterday. Damn it, you took my thunder. I was going to... Sp- Fuck. <laughs> but for you know for console folk it's uh an xbox one only service 30 dollars for an entire year um and what you get the main benefits are you get 10 percent off uh if you're buying a digital ea title um you get 10 hour long trials to a variety of ea games so for instance you can download a 10 hour trial for battlefront and then save yourself 100 bucks because then you won't <laughs> Because that's all you're going to want to play Battlefront. 10 hours you right. play. Uh, yeah. You know, Need for Speed, any of the new sports games. Like, you can just download them and play the game freely, essentially, for 10 hours. Which is going to save me a lot of money because I always buy these games. You know, I, I like, I always buy games and then I move on to another game after I've played this game for 8 hours because I just don't have time. So, uh, that's great. And then you also get access to something called The Vault, which has about 10 to 14 games in it so far. No, uh, I've been tricked by vaults in the past. My husband died. It's a spoiler. Uh, <laughs> spoiler for what? It's like the first 15 minutes of the, the game. The first five spoiler. minutes. Uh, so you get access and... <laughs> who, is your husband, who is your husband, Jason Tom? <laughs> so and, and I, at Han first Solo. I wondered why EA would do this because it means that they're not selling games. But um, basically once their games hit, you know, every once in a while they'll be like, "Hey, we're adding this to the vault." And so, as long as it's it's kind of like a, a an PlayStation Plus or an Xbox Live Gold type service, where as long as you have an active subscription, you can download and play these games to your heart's content. So, um, and obviously, the benefit for them is that these games are getting to the point or to the age where they're not really selling many copies anymore, but there's still a ton of DLC available for them. So, give away the game for free. People hopefully buy the DLC. Um, if not, they tell their friends that this game's awesome and then that friend buys an EA Access subscription but there's like stuff like there's Battlefield 4 there's Battlefield Hardline Dragon Age Inquisition Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare uh, all of the sports games you know UFC Tiger Woods or whoever the new guy is um, uh, it was, Rory, it Rory Rory something McElroy um Need for Speed Rivals, like just tons of stuff, and you just download and play it for free. It's pretty amazing. And and speaking of which, I actually spent some time uh, with EA Sports UFC um, because we picked up a second controller, and Michaela and I wanted to be able to play something together, so we played a little bit of that. Uh, it's really confusing, but fun. <laughs> it's yeah. Got- no, you were playing in the pre-show, and you were raging. <laughs> So I wa- hard. I was raging. I started the career mode um, and I'm on like the second fight and it's so hard because the, you know, like, like UFC itself, the control scheme is very, uh, wait, 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 say that again. Like the UFC itself. <laughs> yes, I know. Like, like the UFC. Yeah, I know when I'm sitting, <clears throat> like the UFC itself. Cause like, I mean, I know when I'm sitting in front of the, like, oh, the, US, ahead, uh, like the UFC. No, let him make his joke. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I, I know that when I'm sitting in front of, 
the TV watching UFC and my controller doesn't do shit. So I was gonna say, like the UFC itself, it's, it's controls like the, the the controls are complicated. Like UFC is a complicated sport. Um, you know, you have, for instance, each of the face each of the face buttons controls one limb. So you have like a button for the right leg, a button for the left leg. It's a like but- a fucked up quap. It is like a fucked up co-op and I'm feeling a little bit like co-op when I'm playing it because my the like the computer <laughs> opponent's like, oh, I'm just going to like do this jumping knee kick at you and I'm just like punching and kicking and that's all I know how to do. Um, I, but lo- it, I love hearing you rage. You're like, how does he knee? How do you knee? It was, it's probably the most frustrating I've been with, a, like I've gotten with a video game in a long time, which, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is, but it's, it's a fun game and I paid zero dollars for it and I've probably put like two or three hours into it so far. Yeah. Your girlfriend bought it for you. Fiance. <laughs> She bought what for me? Didn't she buy the Xbox? Uh, no, she she paid for part of it. <laughs> I bought it on her credit card, though, by accident. But <clears throat> <laughs> By accident? That was a fucking purchase out of necessity. Uh, Laptop's closer. She's been playing a bunch of Ori in the Blind Forest. I haven't picked it up yet, but... Oh, that, that game is I fantastic. haven't played it yet, but that game is fucking beautiful. Like, I, I was trying to do some writing work or something, and I just could not take my eyes off of it. Like, it's it's absolutely stunning, and I can't wait to check that one out myself. And it's it's cool because it looks challenging, but also super simple to learn. Like, she, uh, you know, she's she's been going through it at a steady pace, and, um, you know, it's neat constantly seeing it introduce new challenges and to see someone who's not used to playing video games that much overcome those challenges in a different way than I might have. Um, but... That, that game looks insane. Uh, I can't. I can't wait to jump and into that. And the beginning is so sad. Did you watch it? Oh, I was almost crying. Yeah, yeah. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, like I was, I was like miserable. Like, really- I was looking for like a Pixar logo or something. Like, <laughs> like it was. Uh, uh, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, Rare replay seems super cool. I've only spent a few minutes with that, but the presentation is fantastic. And I'm really looking forward to play play nuts and bolts and tell me how great it is. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to playing a bunch of the games that I missed, like uh, on the N64 days, because I didn't pick up an N64 until like the Wii or something was out. But, you know, I never played Conker's Bad Fur Day or Perfect Dark or anything like that. Um, so I'm really looking forward to giving those a shot. Uh, and uh, of course, one of the main reasons I wanted an Xbox was for Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, because it looked fantastic and I had actually had never finished the original Square Enix reboot um, but my console came with both games so I actually just this afternoon finished uh, the storyline in the first Tomb Raider game I cannot believe how good that game is like I could not put it down um, yeah and and maybe uh, you can tell me how you feel about this but it makes me it really annoys me when people call the game an Uncharted I was just gonna say I was just because... gonna say I'm an Uncharted fan and I feel like I had way more fun with that than I did with any Uncharted game but isn't Uncharted a clone yeah, of I was Tomb Raider? gonna say the same thing <clears throat> exactly but like, I mean it's it just the story I guess because I feel like the stories see... was more interesting the fact that this you know, like she this character is being molded and created it's like she's just a archaeologist like whatever she is I, I can't recall off to my head right now but she's just thrown into this circumstance she's not like an adventurer or anything like that like she's just just trying to survive and oh it's like i and i feel like the the island was such a cool setting in this first game and the kind of the uh the way that the character becomes you know an emotional wreck almost as it goes throughout because she's doing all this stuff that you know she's probably never even seen anyone get killed before and now she has to do it herself um and the controls and the gunplay the gun like the the gunplay in in this first tomb raider game feels better than any of the uncharted games that i've played i do know well, from <laughs> watching my dad play um played on the pc don't take laura croft to vegas because that bitch is unlucky as fuck oh yeah that's something i kept thinking during the whole game i was like she is not having a good week like <laughs> Like literally anything that could go wrong goes wrong. And oh, and when you die in that game, like those death scenes are like, oh, I was just going to mention those deaths. Like I wasn't expecting, you know, I was expecting just to be like, oh, I'm dead. Like time to restart. But like they're a graphic and uncomfortable. Yeah. What was that one where you're when you're falling down the oh, it's like a spike that goes like into your face through your throat. Yes. (laughs) 
You know what? You know what I kept thinking the whole time is that sh- she's got to have a nasty yeast infection. I did not. Th- I did. Screw it. Screw it. I didn't yeast think that once. She probably had like AIDS or something. <laughs> oh, like, she was covered they- in everyone's blood. Like by the end of it. Um, yeah, I was thinking of, like that part where you fall into the pit of other people's blood yeah. when you have all those open yeah, cuts. Yeah. No. I was and like me and Megan were both kind of like, uh, like she has to have like some kind of hepatitis. She probably has every kind of hepatitis <laughs> by the time she left that island. She's got a hepatitis. D. Is that uh, an achievement uh, you can get? <laughs> <laughs> Omni-hepatitis. Um, but yeah, I th- um, I would uh, like, <laughs> and of course it's fresh in my mind, so I I just feel very positive about it right now. But I like that Tomb Raider game might be one of the best games I've played in the last few years. Mm. Well, wait till you play Rise, because Rise I feel like is so much. Yeah, better. I'm I'm so and excited. I to, thought that the first one was amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited to to play that now. It was hard not to immediately jump into it fin- while finishing this when I finished this one. Is that it? Uh, that is all I have been playing. Uh, yeah. I would love to hear what Juan's been playing besides, you know, Baby Watch 2016. Just sticking with fault. Tomodachi life in real life. <laughs> yeah, Tomodachi life, but, you know, not as weird or weirder. I don't know. It's it's I don't know what to make of it. I, it's 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 an odd place to be in right now. Uh, not not as weird until you get to the actual birthing process. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> he's he's so sarcastically. Um, that's it. I was just, I was just uh, trying to finish Fallout Four, but the thing is, my wife gets really upset if I do anything without her watching. So I I got to a, a very key. I was like somebody with trust issues. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not saying. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I kid. I kid. But I, I got to a point towards the end of the game where you're forced to make some kind of decision and. Uh, she said, do not do anything until I get back or let me know when you're going to play. Uh, but, you know, I have to I have to do all these little side missions first before I can go any further because I'm scared that there's going to be a point where I can't go back. You know, that, you know, once I do this, then I can never realign myself with certain other factions. So uh, I'm just going to try to get rid of all these side quests uh, before I do anything further. But other than that, I've been playing a lot of fast racing Neo. Uh, from Shinin Multimedia, and uh, I can't get enough of it. It's I got had a chance to interview those guys uh, earlier this week, which is posted on Geekscape now, and it is a beautiful marriage between F Zero and the hardest top-down shooter I've ever played, Ikaruga for GameCube. Oh, dude, wasn't that a Dreamcast release uh, originally? Yeah. Originally. Yeah, but that game, holy crap! You want to talk about Dark Souls? Like, you know, their their tagline is "You will die." Before Dark Souls, there was Ikaruga, and I don't care how good you were in 1942, the game, or Raiden, or any of those top-down shooters. Uh, but my God, Ikaruga is like a, a, a masochist dream. Like, if you want to suffer, you want to be upset, go play that game. And and uh, they take the that. That polar switching mechanic where um, if you see these uh, orbs, you have to switch to that color, either blue or orange, to get the uh, effects of it while still maintaining, like keeping track of the road. But the one thing the game does so incredibly well, it's you do feel like you are going really fast. Like there's some games that give you that the sense of like, oh, yeah, I know because of the miles per hour that I'm going fast. But just the way they work with the graphics it it does feel like you're going that fast that if you do a wrong turn and you're going to hit something kind of like remember what's that game uh burnout where every time you crash it slows down and you can see everything that happens so even though you yeah you mess up you kind of get a little satisfaction like oh that's cool like the physics behind that uh, kind of the same thing here although they don't have that mechanic but you still get that sense of like oh my god i gotta slow down or or I gotta, I can't screw up. I can't take too much of a risk because I'm gonna go off course. I love that game. They're gonna have a patch out this month, which is gonna improve the mo- online multiplayer. Gonna give you a track, um, a mini map track on uh, the gamepad. And I got excited for a minute because I thought they were gonna say track editor, kind of mm-hmm. something that the old F Zero GX was gonna give us. Um, but we never got it here in the States. But uh, those are the main two games. But other than that, the, the number one game is Baby Watch 2016. Well, well, let's hope that that baby comes soon so you can back to playing games and back right? to your real passion. <laughs> 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 well, how about you? What have you been playing? Uh, Josh, yeah, yeah, you. Just just um, keeping with the Pokemon theme throughout the show, you should probably just put your baby in the daycare and leave it there to level up on its own. <laughs> right? <laughs> to put it just but, put, um, leave it in an egg. <laughs> Yeah, leave it with a ditto and you'll have a bunch of new kids. 
<laughs> conversation is getting weird. But, um, no, but speaking of weird, um, I've actually been playing Splatoon again a little bit because I wanted to get my skills up for the next Splatfest that's coming up tomorrow night on Friday, which is going to be Team uh, Visit the Past versus Visiting the Future. So I want to make sure that I'm able to do halfway decent so I could score really well and then on? lose the Splatfest anyway, like usual. Probably Team Past because I too want to ride a human. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You said it like a bunch of times in the pre-show. I, I don't get it. I sent you the image. What it? image? Where when you when you select which team you want to be on for the Splatfest this time around, then Callie and Marie have their little banter about it. And then Callie says, team passed. I always wanted to ride a human. And then Marie says, naughty. Oh my god. Oh, rule 34. <laughs> R slash the yeah. tune. Um, but yeah, I'll just speed through mine because this is another week where I was playing like a lot of different things for a really short amount of time. So I played Ori in the Blind Forest, which Derek pretty much described anything that I had to say about it. Um, played Nintendo Badge Catcher and got ripped off because stupid crane kept dropping badges that I very, very clearly and very firmly held until the very end where they would just mysteriously fall out and ask me to pay another dollar. Um... I play so it's a perfect simulation. A little bit is what more, you're saying. yeah, pretty much. Well, no, in real life, I never even pick up anything. <laughs> it perfectly will, it will perfectly clasp whatever plush toy it's wrapped around, and then it'll just go up and not pull up anything. But um, I played a little bit more of Corpse Party, where my character had all of her insides yanked out of her before having her throat slit. So that wasn't good. Uh, that wasn't um, good. No, not at all. But I was able to reload my save. Um, then I played a little bit of Earth Defense Force on the Vita, which if you're unfamiliar with it, it's kind of like a Starship Troopers thing where you're playing as a customizable soldier where you're going around shooting giant alien bugs and spaceships and stuff. It's um, And it's like really... I've always wanted to play that game. Yeah, it's fun. It's like mindless fun. It's not the greatest game or anything, but if you just want to pick up something and shoot a bunch of crap for like a half hour or an hour, like it's it's a lot of fun. It's like a really arcade Nothing. What? Bad joke. Ooh. <laughs> That was. I think I might actually have to bleep that out. That was really. <laughs> you had to t- repeat it for me after the show's over because okay. I didn't hear you. Um, but then outside of that, I was playing a little bit more Amplitude, and I was. Oh, but the thing I was playing most of probably was Tales. A bunch of Tales games actually started Tales of Symphonia Two, which has the most irritating main character in an RPG I think I've ever experienced. Like he goes through a Yu-Gi-Oh transformation where he just all of a sudden his like his balls drop all of a sudden, he, his voice and demeanor completely changes when he fights. But then I was playing the newest Tales as well, which was Tales of Zestiria, which I'm not too far in yet. But the new faster gameplay mechanics, the sharper graphics on PS4, the more open world focus instead of like town to town with the over with the overworld map like your typical rpgs so far it has a lot of promise but i'm not i'm only like two hours in so obviously with an rpg that's like no time but hopefully i'll have more to say about it next week right on um i have only played one game in the the time since we've uh we've spoke and um it was destiny (laughs) um sure uh derek and uh john are happy about that but um I, uh, yeah, we we are at the hour yeah. mark, so uh, we're already going kind yeah, of. Yeah, so we got another half hour to to, to burn. <laughs> oh god! I am. Um, I uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was. I was like just super bored and was like, "Fuck it, let's play some Destiny." And I deleted my Titan and remade a new Titan. Use that twenty five level twenty five gem that you get with taking King and uh, leveled her up to 25 and then just played through the story mode and I'm just starting Dark Below. Um, yeah, that's it. It's just pretty pretty fucking fun. And it's still a good game. The mechanics are, are strong and, you know, it's still fun. Uh, Mission Objectives, what do you say? I forgot to ask the question. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, we asked you guys last week, uh, VR is essentially here for the mass market. What are you most excited to experience in v- virtual reality? And you would not fucking believe how many responses I've got for just porn. I, no, like, I believe it. I would be I, I would be shocked if it was anything different. Uh, Samantha R said, "Not even gonna lie, but I'm really excited." Uh, oh wait, no, hold on. Whoops. Samantha uh, Samantha R said, "Porn," and then she said, "I'm not gonna lie, but I'm also really excited in general for the Oculus Rift." Um, and then um, my <clears throat> Trevor H said, "The." The learning capabilities are going to be insane. If you can educate those kids that learn by seeing things, that's going to help so much. You could tell me all day how to change an alternator, 
but if I can't sit there and show it, um, it's going to be a game changer. Uh, Justin H said, I'd love to play Portal 3 or Half-Life 3 with VR, preferably Half-Life 3, I believe. And then uh, Eric R said, I want to experience going to work in VR, uh, being <laughs> stay at home. <laughs> I think there's a game called Job Simulator, actually, that is yeah, a VR title. Yeah, which <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Uh, John P. said, virtual pornography. I want to be like I'm in the room with them, just chilling on the couch next to them. Um, and I've experienced a digital threesome, and it's pretty cool. Um, uh, Stabbert M. said, racing in horror. I don't know that I could feel immersed in anything else. Chris C. said, porn is the number one answer. Um and Richard B said tits because geeks never get to see the real ones anyway. Uh, then Rain E said, I would want to play Elder Scrolls online just so I could go kick chickens and steal from people and run away. What do you guys got? Uh, I actually only had one response, and it was from Miles H who just posted Rebecca Black's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so I so think you, that, so that, you can so you can be immersed as the friend on her, right? I mean you could you could be the one trying to figure out which seat you should take you kick it in the front seat or in the back seat you got to make your mind up which exactly. seat can i take i mean i guess it's just the one that she's not <laughs> maybe the game is just standing there waiting for her to figure out which seat she wants so that you can pick <laughs> i mean maybe one. you maybe you live through the entire thing so you gotta like grab your gotta grab your bowl gotta grab your cereal and all that good stuff as well. Yeah, fun, 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 fun. Okay, this, is, this see, has gone on long see, enough. I wanted to see how far you were gonna take. <laughs> I could go. I could go I, for I, way I'm longer. Just but... in silence, like I'm thinking the same thing. Like they're, we're really going that far with this. I don't know why <laughs> I know so many happening. of the lyrics. <laughs> All right, this week we're asking you. Juan's baby will be here any day now. What video game theme name should he give it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, well one, you, you, if you had if you had to name your child any <laughs> video game Zelda. character, Zelda, Zelda. Any reasons why? Isaac. That's 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 that should have been my. That's my, re- that should have been my daughter's name. Should have been. Your wife fucked it up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She. She. she, she, <laughs> what was she that noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Not bitter at all. <laughs> I mean, I helped make it. You get some say. I mean, did you at least get the middle name? No, no, no. You got the last yeah, name. Yeah, got that. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's that's not even like fun though. You don't get to choose that. No, because uh, it's a, I, even like before I go, it's going to be Zelda. And then there's a rule that I said if it's tw- if we have twins or Luke and Leia, there's no argument there. You know, but. Hmm. But you don't want them making out in like twenty nah. years. Nah, nah. But well, maybe you do. I don't know. But, but no, Zelda is the only one I want. I thought Zelda Marquez sounds great. And um, no, she disagreed. So what what do you guys have? Because there's still time. There's still time. There's still time. I mean, and then technically you could change the last name too. I mean, when we got our marriage certificate, it said that your name, your last name could either be the wife's last name, the husband's last name, or a combination of your first and last names. So com- you could have been Megan so we and were, she could have been Josh. Or we could have mixed up the letters between both <laughs> of them. And then you have most of the letters. Brand new name. So you could just come up with almost anything. Yeah, there you go. And then it's like, and then we could have started our own lineage. Like, and people look back at our family tree and it's it starts pretty, with that us. Is pretty, cool. pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm thrilled and scared to find out those responses next week. Um, yeah, I, I want to... I want to hear Derek's. Derek's, what's yours? Uh, so I've, I'm kind of on a Tomb Raider binge. So if it's a girl, Laura Croft, but the whole thing, like you have to say it every time. Laura Croft, Laura Croft. Yeah, <laughs> but Laura Croft is the first name. Laura like, Croft. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's good. And then people would be like, where do I know that name from? And I'd be like, Tomb Raider, duh. Uh, she's a pretty cool chick. She does cool stuff. She has really bad luck, but survived. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of good things going for it. Uh, She's got to make her mind up. If if it's a boy, <laughs> you, we just got you. You know, you have to just dedicate that kid and name him Tomba. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to drop the last name. He's just Tomba. Tomba Marquez. No, 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 no Marquez. It's Tomba. It's just Tomba. This one, one name, Tomba. <laughs> oh my god! And he, and he's got to have like the hair. Like you got to try to give him the proper hair as much as possible until just feed he him a lot fights of shrimp you. So his hair comes out pink. Tomba. Yeah. Josh, what do you got? Um, whether or not it's a boy or a girl, the only name I could come up with is Isaac, since you play as the fetus. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. 
I can't think. My favorite female name is Aaron, um, and I can't think of any female characters named Aaron. Um, so uh, it is a girl, right? Yes. Okay, I'm allowed to say it on the air, right? Yes. Okay. I think he said um, it a couple times. No. Oh, well. Yeah. Um. But um, it's got to be Birdo. <laughs> Birdo Marquez. What Yoshi? <laughs> like you could go Yoshi or something. Wait, Yoshi's no, isn't, a girl too? Is my like, wife does it, love Yoshi. That's a fact. Isn't Birdo like a transgender character? Yes. So yes, see, actually. That's actually perfect because even though they've said it's a girl, if it ends up being a boy, it doesn't matter. You just put the bow on its head and it could be whatever you need it to be. <laughs> but um, no, like, serious answer. Um, Rosalina. Yeah. Hey. That's actually really nice. Yeah. I think that would be like Rosalina Marquez. You know, it just kind of... It does have a good flow that? to it, actually. It does. The only thing, it sounds great when you say it with an English accent. But one of my things is I didn't want to give my daughter like some stereotypical Latina name. So if you say it in Spanish, it sounds really common. Uh, Rosa. They, she would be. She would just be Rosa. They, they wouldn't even get. Hey, the, Rosa. Right, Rosa Marquez. So, um, and I had an ex girlfriend whose middle name was Rose. So that's probably something I want to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> Around the site, boys. Uh, this week, my run the site. Uh, David Bowie has passed uh, last. Uh, Sunday and uh, a couple days after he passed um, uh, his new album dropped and his it was last bef- before he passed uh, oh yeah a couple days before it passed his album dropped and his um, last music video came out uh, for the song Lazarus um, and so it was my Monday music this week uh, it's a very very interesting music video really haunting lyrics uh, one thing I didn't put in the article was it's filmed in a one by one aspect ratio so it feels really claustrophobic when you're watching it mm-hmm. um it's got a very good vibe to it so check that out i wanted to add to that um i didn't have time to to contribute to the to the piece that we posted but i have a very interesting story and it concerns david bowie when i was oh, a year away from doing my student teaching i was working at a small private school in west la where it was just pretty much a small room with like four students. Um, and the person who ran that school was David Bowie's costume designer from the 70s. Um, she was from Tasmania. And I worked there for about six months. And I didn't know this about her, but she she saw me with my David Bowie stuff. And I, I was a huge fan uh, growing up. And uh, on my last uh, during my last week, she gave me um, three giant uh, blown up photographs that her photographer friend who used to work for Rolling Stone apparently um, gave her and she gave to me. One was, I think, Lou Reed. Uh, the second one was Mick Jagger. And the last one was David Bowie. And it's this gorgeous yeah. picture of him like in a gold suit looking straight down. Like there's this curtain behind him and he has he's holding his acoustic guitar and playing it. And I I fell in love with it. I posted it. I, like I hung it in my classroom in my first year of teaching in an art school in Long Beach. And I, it got a lot of love where I had this one kid named Ian who said, if, if he could have it, I'm like, well, I'll tell you what, if I die, I'll make sure you get it. But then I was really concerned because I thought like he was actually looking forward to my demise just so he could have it. So I took it back and put it in my uh, put it in my parents' place. So that's where it is right now because um, I'm I'm very terrified of of posting it like hung, hanging it on my wall and somehow it gets damaged. But I think uh, due to the circumstances of, of what happened this week, I I have to hang it now. It's a gorgeous picture, and as soon as I get it up, um, I'll, I'll post it online for you guys to check it out. From my uh, understanding, it's not, it hasn't been uh, re. Like seen or printed, it's like a one of a kind photo that uh, hmm. that was taken at a concert in England. So I'll I'll make sure to to, to show yeah, you guys that. I want to see that. Uh, and I might be thinking wrong, but uh, wasn't David Bowie's like first gig uh, working on music for the Star Wars Holiday Special? Was it really? I think so. I I I think his first gig was Star Wars related. Well, he's he performed in the early seventies and. The Star Wars thing would be what seventy eight, seventy seven. Mm. Yeah, the Star Wars thing. Star Wars thing would have been way later. Yeah, he's already he did Ziggy Stardust for about three, four years, and then uh, he did the Thin White Duke. So mm. I mean, I'm sure he was on it, but I, he was already performing in the early seventies at that time. There was okay. Well, there was somebody that worked on that that was like their first. It was like their first thing, and then they were like, ah, "Damn, I'll have to figure it out." Or anyway, around the site, boys. Um, mine is probably going to be. Um, Juan's interview uh, about fast racing Neo with Shinen, which I thought was a really good piece, and then also Matt's extensive review on uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Mm. Uh, yeah, Bowie had a, his first 
uh, debut album was in 1967, so long before mm. Star Wars. Uh, my I, I, around the site, uh, Gabriel had a fantastic long interview with uh, one of the main mm. voice actresses from Black Ops 3. Uh, her name is Rachel Kimsey. She played the role of Rachel Kane. It's super interesting. Uh, so check it out. Absolutely. And then, of, um, of course, oh, uh, yeah, just of course, today. Uh, you know the giveaway that we're having just to kind of stay away from I was going to mention Alan Rickman but I goes there's just too much I can't, I can't deal with all this uh, but we have uh, and then also the voice of Robin Hood passed away what the hell yeah oh, everyone's dropping like flies right now no but we have that uh, giveaway for that Everest Blu-ray combo pack right and uh, when do we are when are we selecting that winner do we know um next Wednesday yeah so, so it- uh, the rules of how to enter are on the site. It's uh, one of the main uh, headlines that we have on the site. So go check that out so you can get a chance to win the DVD set. Yeah. It's um, and um, we've got a lot of stuff that's been, uh, we've got a lot of giveaways coming up in plan. So we're going to, you know, we're going to try to keep them pumping. So if you want free shit, geekscape.net. Holla at your boys. Absolutely. As always, you can find us at geekscape.net. Follow us on Twitter at geekscape games. I'm at Shane O'Hare. SS Jaken on gaming platforms. I'm at D Cranavelt and Captain K17 on gaming platforms. Are you Captain K17 on the Xbox? I am. Mm, fabulous. And I'm at Inu Joshua, just about everywhere. And I'm at the King of Mars on Twitter and pretty much every other console. Oh my god, I just finally figured out Inu Joshua, Inu Yasha. Are you serious? Oh you fucking god. Are you ki- oh my- wow. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> and the last horse crosses the finish line. <laughs>